Who did we watch play football today? The Panthers. Did they win? No. They lost? Yes. Ugh. Darn it. I'm so sorry you lose. <laughs> Welcome to Keep Purring, a Carolina Panthers podcast hosted by Ben Tucker and Eric Briggs, two lifelong Panthers fans from North Carolina. Whether you're a diehard fan or a casual observer, this is the Panthers podcast for you. Do us a favor, click on the link tree in our bio and give us a follow on Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. Now, let's get to the episode. Welcome into episode 17 of Keep Purring, a Carolina Panthers podcast. It's Sunday night, just a couple of hours after the Panthers-Colts game. And wow, uh, that was awful. That was awful. Uh, this yeah. is going to be a fun episode. That's all i got to well, say. What's going to make this even more fun is you and I haven't talked yet. Yeah. <laughs> so... Nope. <laughs> there's there's been no um not much of a of a plan here put together. So we'll kind of like kind of like what we saw from the Panthers today. Right. Good good segue. Good segue. You know, so we're going to do th- something new this episode. We're going to do three big things. Uh so we chose three big takeaways from the game. Let's just hop right into it. Number 1. Bryce Young. That was ugly. It was not good. That was it ugly. It was not good. What? Where's your head at? What are your takeaways? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, we've talked about him needing to get rid of the ball. We've talked yeah. about his processing. We've talked about that stuff. You know, it was so frustrating to have him go from his very like best game. Yeah to his worst game back yeah. to back when a number of people that I listened to or I saw had very positive beliefs in where things were going, right? Like after last week, Hey, we're on the uptick. Um, and you could not convince me of that right now. So it was, it was very ugly. Um, three interceptions, two pick sixes to the same Guy, the same guy who just ha- who just happened to have his like his, basically his entire family in in Charlotte to watch him play today, of course. Um, but it was it was it was just bad to watch. It was painful to watch, and you know we're going to talk about it um, in the second big thing. But we you cannot succeed shooting yourselves in the foot like that. You just you cannot do it. The NFL is too competitive. You know, we gave we threw two pick sixes. Guess what? We lost by 14 points. Right. There's your two pick sixes. Yeah. And one of the pick sixes, we were down at like the 20 yard line or whatever it yeah. was. You know, we were about to score. So you you can't get wins like that. You just can't. And nope. Bryce Young needs to take accountability for it. And which he did. I'm sure he did. I'm sure yeah. he said something in post game press conference stuff. But like it's still it just can't happen. It yeah. just can't, it just can't happen. What about you? Yeah, uh, it can't happen. I mean, it like you said, it's super frustrating that we went from his best game so far 
um, and a, a victory over the Texans that a lot of people were not expecting. Who, sc- who scored uh, uh, Stroud uh, through for five touchdowns today? By the way. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I saw the I saw the I was kind of following the towards the end of the the Texans game today, and I was like, man, like okay, five touchdowns. He threw for almost five hundred yards. And last week we held the Texans to 13 points and Stroud only had 140 yards passing and no touchdowns. So yep. um, it's the, I, I only thinking, mentioned that because it's so frustrating, the stark difference between the two of them was like, what the hell? Well, of course there's, you're always, people are always going to, I mean, it's going to be a week to week thing. Every single week people are going to compare is. how Stroud did to how Bryce Young did, which is irritating, but we are, we're all going to do it because it's just human nature. Um, but aside from, I, yeah, it was frustrating to see that performance today. I mean, I thought it started out, um, the game started out super frustrating, but not Bryce's fault. The offensive line mm-hmm. was looking awful again. Yep. Just he had no time to throw. There was maybe one, there was one play in particular where he took a sack in the first half that uh, I was like, oh man, you got to get rid of the ball. You got to get yep. rid of the ball right there. Yep. Uh, like like we've been saying, him holding on to the ball. But um, the offensive line was was playing really poorly, as per usual. Um, but then then he just started forcing stuff. And, I mean, the, the first pick six, he got over to – I think he was trying to throw it to Chuba Hubbard over in the flat, and he threw it mm-hmm. late and a little bit behind him. And you just can't do that in the nope. NFL because most guys are probably going to pick that off, and that's exactly what happened. And then the second pick six – he was just trying to do a little dump off pass to Miles Sanders, and he just threw it over his head. He just overthrew it. Just a bad throw. Um, and then I think the third interception was he was going to throw it, and like his arm got hit. It looked like as he was mm-hmm. throwing it, and kind of bobbled over the middle. Anyway, um, this you know me like I'm I'm the biggest Bryce fan, biggest Bryce supporter out there, but yep. I'm I'm not gonna be you know biased. Um, so I'm going to say that this this loss is a lot of this loss is on him. I mean, some people are going to say it's solely on him. It's a team game. Like the if the offensive line would have played better, if the receivers would have played better, then Bryce might have played better. But he's the one who threw the interceptions. Um, we lost by 14 points. We threw two pick sixes, and so I mean, he takes a huge, huge chunk of the blame for this. And it's not the first time that we've seen that. This season, there's been a couple other games where his turnovers ended up awesome contributing, game. yeah, yep. contributing directly to us losing. So, I mean, it's super frustrating that, to see sort of that regression today from him. And, uh, you know, especially, I guess, for our offense and for Bryce, you know, the Colts came coming in this game. The Colts had given up. What was it? I, I heard a stat like, Three games in a row, thirty-seven or more points yeah. that the Colts had given Something up, like <clears throat> and we come out and throw two pick sixes to them, and we only put up thirteen points. Like that's just not gonna. That's not ever gonna cut it. Nope, never will. Never will. So I mean, it's 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 super frustrating. We know that he's a rookie, and we knew that you know there's gonna be a, it's gonna be a roller coaster. There's gonna be ups and downs. Um, and we know that there's a lot of issues around him. We know the offensive line is playing awful right now. The receivers are lackluster. 
but it's frustrating when you look uh, you look across over at the Texans and you see CJ Stroud, you know, throwing for almost 500 yards and five touchdowns. He's got 14 touchdowns and one interception on the year now and I think he's probably close to or has uh, eclipsed 2000 passing yard like he's just playing out of his mind on the season and Bryce is going through like kind of Bryce is going through kind of the normal rookie struggles for a quarterback CJ Stroud's yeah. not so you know it's just yeah, disheartening it's, it really is it was de- it's deflating um and it, yeah it just like it just pisses you off <laughs> like, yeah. like legitimately like as a fan it's just like damn it dude yeah um yeah and and that's like i i deferred a lot to people who know way more about football than me mm-hmm. when it came to judging the quarterbacks out there i was originally a cj stroud fan that's who i wanted us to take after the and then when the Kind of when the pro days were, I started kind of changing my mind and all right, fine, I'll hitch my, you know, hitch my wagon to to the Bryce train. Um, but I'm I'm just not seeing a lot of the things that people said we were gonna see. And I I know that we've looked at stats, you and I have shared different <clears throat> things, different charts and, and whatever, but like stats are fine, but what really matters is wins and losses and like an interception at three minutes into the game is not nearly the same as the interception, you know, two minutes left in the fourth <clears> quarter <throat> and you now can't come back. Right. So like, mm-hmm. it, I just, I, 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 quite frankly, I just expected better. I don't know how else yeah. to say it. No, I, expected I, did better. Um, I expected better to, I expected us to be farther along at this point in the season than we are. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot that contributes to it, but I expected Bryce himself to have been better. Yeah. I mean, I did too. And you know, you know, I was always team Bryce um, yep. leading up to the draft. I wanted, I wanted him. He was the guy that I wanted. I would have been okay with Stroud. I would have, I would have been open-minded to that. I would have even been open-minded to Anthony Richardson. I would have come around to that if we would have taken him, but I wanted Bryce. And, um, you know, I think last game against the Texans, we, we said it, it like the, he, Alabama Bryce, kind of showed up for the first time this season and he really he really looked in control. I mean, he he didn't throw any passes that were like interception worthy against the Texans. Um he just looked in control. He was he was doing, you know, getting out of the pocket, making plays. Um and this week not so much. Um but you know, Stroud, we know that Stroud and Young are are in two different situations. So you know, you can't ignore, and we've talked about this, you can't ignore the context. Um, we know that Stroud's offensive line, I mean, if you watch the Texans, he has all the time in the world to throw the ball consistently. If you watch, I think you're on mute. I know, but like we, uh, the comparisons are always going to be there. I get that. But at the end of the day, I don't really care what Stroud does because it doesn't affect the Panthers except for the one week that we played them, right? Like, it's great to have a comparison, but, like, it's it's apples and, you know, kiwi, right? Like, it's not it's not the same thing. Um, so we just need Bryce to be better. We just need Bryce to be better. And Okay, yeah, I, I thought you were going <clears> – <throat> okay, I must have misunderstood. I thought you were kind of, um, like, going down the avenue of, like, should we have taken Stroud earlier? No, 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 but you weren't no. saying that. No, no, no. I was just saying, oh, okay. just you know, like our defense was able to hold them to 
right to a low number last week. And then this mm-hmm. week, you know, they were able to go off. Right. So yeah. it was more along the lines of we have people on our team that are doing what they're supposed to do. The defense looked pretty darn good today. Yeah, they did their job. Um, they did what they were supposed to do and they did it what they were supposed to do last week as well. And, but we cannot continue to shoot ourselves in the foot. Um, which I don't know. You want to go ahead? That kind of brings us to the big thing, uh, number two. You want to yeah, go ahead and jump into two? that? It's yeah. the uh, just mental mistakes and being undisciplined yeah. um, overall. Yeah. It was very evident today um, that our, we we just don't seem ready to play. Um, you know, we saw really, really costly penalties. Yep. We saw just just stupid stuff that we shouldn't be seeing at this point. And guys, you know, uh, just losing their cool. I, we can't do it. We already are struggling in so many different ways, you know, on the field that increasing the level of difficulty is not what we should be doing. <laughs> we should not be making it harder for ourselves. Yeah. Um, I think last week was like a step in the right direction. It's kind of a theme right now. <laughs> Last week was a step in the right direction for Bryce. It was a step in the right direction for the team as a whole. I think we only had like two penalties last week. Yep. Well, we had 10 today. Double can't digits. Do uh, can't can't do that. You're shooting yourself in the foot. Um, that was disappointing to see. I, I'm trying to think of a couple specific examples. I do now, I will say, there were a couple of flags that got called on us that I – Really disagreed with. I don't know if you remember mm-hmm. the Xavier Woods hit on Michael Pittman. Across yeah, what the are you middle. supposed to do about that? What, what are you is, supposed to do? Exactly. What is he supposed to do? I mean, the guys, they're going full speed. And and also, he didn't he didn't even lead with his helmet. Like, he led no. with his shoulder, and he hit him right in the chest. I mean, how Just is that? Call. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think even the announcers were kind of saying the same thing. That it was like, I mean, these, you got to let these guys play football at, at some point. Um, and then the other one that was called that I really disagreed with was the, I think it was the late hit on Gardner Minshew as he went to slide Troy mm-hmm. Hill, but, but he slid like Gardner Minshew slid at the last possible second. And then Troy Hill, you know, came down and put a hit on him, but those, that everything's happening so quickly. Mm-hmm. And I didn't agree with that call. And then I thought back to last week. Remember that play last week when Bryce went to slide and two guys mm-hmm. hit him as he was sliding? No flag. There's no consistency. There's, it's all subjective. There's no consistency to these types of calls. Yeah, well, you know, one of the big things is, um, and somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm 95% sure that NFL referees are not full-time, which sounds absolutely wild Wait, to me. Honestly? Really? Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure. Um, I'm, yeah, hang on. Good Lord. That's <laughs> if that's true. If that is true, that's concerning. Yeah. The full 17 part-time officiating crews for 2023 are disclosed. So no, I'm not joking. Wow. Yeah. Like Ed Hockley, Mr. You know, you know, guns himself. He was an yeah. attorney. He was, <laughs> his full-time job was as an attorney. So like oh we God. have, a billion dollar industry 
and you have guys who just have regular jobs like you and I, and then fly out for their games. And they're the ones making the calls on this stuff. Like, come on. Now, I wasn't intending for us to go down that path. No, I but mean, just speaking to inconsistency, like it's a part time job. If they make it a full time job, maybe we see better officiating, but whatever. Like, but that's not an excuse for no. us and the mental mistakes and being undisciplined. Um, that's on Frank Reich. It's on the it's on the coaching staff and it's on the players. And there's yeah. absolutely no excuse for it. You you have to be ready to go and you have to play smart. Yeah. You have to play smart. There are you know, there are a lot of people, you know, a lot of players that are insane freak athletes that can do things that you and I couldn't even imagine a body being able to do, right? But if you do them at the wrong time and in the wrong way, you cost your team 15 yards. You have to mentally be ready to play. And if you're not, yeah. you are hurting the entire team. Yeah, man, it's just the I just had the thought at one point. I think it was in the third, late third quarter, early fourth quarter, um, after the second pick six. And I just had the thought, like, man, this is just boring to watch right now. Like the the team looks flat. You know, there's no there's yeah. no energy, there's no juice on the sideline or on the field. Like the team just looks flat. You they cut they cut over to Frank Reich. I swear I wanted to throw something at the TV. And I fully acknowledge that like if we were winning the game, this wouldn't bother me in the slightest. But since we were losing and since Bryce wasn't playing well and everything was going not our way, every time they cut to Frank Reich, he just has the most like dead lost doesn't blank he? stare on his face. Yeah. And he doesn't yeah, he ever does. look like he's he never they never show him on the sideline like engaging with the coaches or engaging with the players or it just, it's always just the blank stare and just like, what am I going to have for dinner when I get home? Mm. Mm -hmm. I'll make a hot pocket. I don't know. There's just, you just don't see any emotion out of it. You just don't see any emotion. There's no fire. And when, when you're losing and it doesn't look like you're like your coaches are pissed or like engaged and like, you know, like exactly like, knowing what's going on with the game and in somebody's face. And like, if they just look lackluster, then it's like, do you even take this seriously? And as a fan, that's the frustrating part for me. And he's not even, he's not calling plays anymore. So it's not like he has that to worry about. He's, he's the CEO. Now he's the Mm -hmm. overseer of everything. But when the camera shows you every single time, literally in the same spot, look with the same look on your face, it's just, like we, we may be reading into something that's that's absolutely nothing, um, but it's it is Maybe. just annoying. It's annoying at the very least. It's annoying. Like, stop showing him. Stop it. <laughs> Especially when we're losing. We know well, that I mean, winning winning cures all. Show but... They're going to continue to show him. But and I'm trying. I was trying to pull up a couple stats here. Um, but yeah, they're going to continue to show him. But yeah, I know the. It, it's it just makes it more frustrating as a fan when it doesn't like like he cares as much as we do, yeah. And that's the disheartening part is when you're watching it and you have a fan base that pours a lot of energy and effort and you know engagement into the brand and into the team and in, and to not see the coaches do the same thing, yeah, it gets frustrating, especially yeah. when we haven't had any level of success for eight years or whatever it's been. Right. 
we want to, you want to move on to number three? Uh, you wanted to mention something about the offense. <clears throat> yeah. So I, the offense, offense are different, um, especially today. And, um, we, you know, despite the, despite the bad mistakes by Bryce and despite yeah. what the actual score is itself, um, we established the run. Like we became, yeah. I, as I was watching it, we became a run first offense. And I had felt like a lot of the, a lot of the season, it was a, well, Bryce, we can't run the ball. So just go do what you do, you know? And we, we did a lot of that. Well, today we established a run. Like we could, we could run the ball seemingly at will and yeah. stand up and we'll give claps for Miles Sanders. Dude showed up, right? Like this is All the time. 1200, this is the 1200 yard rusher that we expected to be coming in. Now we only gave him five chances or six chances for anyone for 39 yards. Um, Chuba continued to look good. Blackshear yep. got some opportunities, continued to look good, yep. looked explosive with a special teams play off a kickoff. Yep. Um, so like if we can maybe if we can establish the run, then we'll have a little bit more, you know, uh, success in the passing game. Yep. But it just looked different this week. Yeah. Last week looked a little bit different than it had previously, as we kind of all expected. But I thought this mm-hmm. week looked even more different than what we had been seeing and it seemed to work. We moved the ball. If we had scored, you know, a couple more times and not thrown those sixes, we, you and I would be having a very different conversation right now, but it's because we had, we established that run very early on. Yeah. That's the, God, that's the frustrating thing is again, our defense only our defense held them to 13 points, two weeks in a row that our defense has held the opposing team to 13 points. And, um, those pick sixes just were so backbreaking. Um, we were driving down the field, especially that one. I think the one to Miles where he was trying to dump it off to Miles Sanders was uh, came after that big play to Hayden Hurst. Remember, it's like mm-hmm. a fifty-yard catch. That's that's one. Of, you know, speaking about the offense, that's one of the things that I wanted to mention is the and you already kind of spoke to it. The resurgence of some of these free agents that we signed in the offseason, Miles Sanders, Hayden Hurst, like actually contributed today, which was really good to see. I, I mean, I thought Miles Sanders, aside from the one, he had that one really, really bad drop in the first half. You remember that? It just bounced yeah. off his chest. And I was like, yep, there's the Miles Sanders we're there's used Miles. to. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, but he 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 uh, bounced back, and I thought he looked really good, especially on that. There was that one drive in particular that um, we just kind of – I think it was a touchdown drive um, where he had four or five touches and they all ended up being positive plays. And then Hurst, I think only had Hayden Hurst had two catches, but one of them went for like 50 yards. And that's the first, that's by far the, the most explosive play we've seen from Hayden Hurst this season. Yep. The other Um, thing I wanted to point out, Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, you're fine. Uh, The other thing I wanted to point out in the vein of the offense looking different is a third of Bryce Young's completions were to the tight end. Mm-hmm. He had eight completions to a tight end on 24 completions. Stephen Sullivan's one of those. Stephen, to mention, yeah. Sullivan had four, yeah. right? He had four catches. Yep. So 
I just, I, it, it, it just, it's looking different than it was before. Yeah. And I am encouraged about that because the defense has been playing well. The defense has been established. We haven't been as concerned about that. It's been the offense and we saw some dumb shit happen today, yeah. but we also saw the underpinnings of how we're going to be able to move, move the ball as we move forward. I like, I, I'm glad that you pointed that out because um, it's not really something that I was thinking about during the game. Um, but it, yeah, it did look a little bit different and they were spreading the ball out a lot. And it, there's today was not at all what it has been as far as the force feeding of Adam Thielen. You know, yep. we've had a lot of that this season, yep. obviously Bryce super comfortable with throwing to him. Um, but he didn't get his name called a lot today. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, we'll see. I, I think there's been some positive things from a play calling standpoint and from a, a usage of our personnel standpoint, like we were just talking about. Um, it's cool to see guys like Steven Sullivan, you know, getting opportunities. He seems like he's a pretty serviceable receiving tight end. Yeah. Um, you know, Miles Sanders, all three of our running backs looked good today. So that's encouraging. Um, the offensive line is going to continue to be a huge issue. And Bryce's rookie struggles is going to continue to be an issue. Um, yeah. but I I'm here to say that I have I have full confidence in Bryce. Um, I think he's obviously going through some growing pains, but he's a smart kid. He's gonna learn from it. Um, and sometimes you gotta stump your toe to learn those hard, hard lessons. And that's what he's going through. I just wish that I wish that those lessons uh, weren't coming at the expense of us winning games, which is exactly what today was, but uh, yeah. Uh, but I think, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I try to be optimistic about stuff, so there's good things to look forward to, but damn, it is so deflating when, yep. when two pick sixes happen and you know, all of that. The good thing is we have very short week. We get the the Bears uh, Thursday night, so got to just wipe this one out of the memory bank. You know, watch the film, learn from it, and then prepare for the Thursday game. I saw Ted Lasso. We got to be a goldfish. Got to be a goldfish, man. Um, hey, quick question: uh, Have you before we kind of finish up here? Have you heard anything about Brian Burns? He went off at the end of the game. No, actually, that's uh, I was going to mention thing. that. And he walked off okay, but he also left the before the end of the game. Uh, yeah. So I was, uh, I it was I a, got my eye on it. It was a war of attrition out there. We had a few players go down: C.J. Henderson, Brian Burns, mm-hmm. Xavier Woods, Frankie Louvu. Even they didn't really, I don't think, show him on the sidelines or anything. Or maybe I missed it if they did. But did you catch that? That at one point they were saying Luvu was down holding his knee, and I was like, mm-hmm. and this was after the Burns injury. Yeah, and they went to a commercial break. Yeah, but then, then I never heard came back. Else. They didn't say anything about it. And I, I don't, don't know. I, I can't remember if he was on the field after that or not. I don't remember. But I mean, yeah, like Henderson, it, he's that's going to be a pretty significant loss if we're down Horn Another and Henderson. Um, yeah. So that's not looking good. Luvu had eight tackles, though. So good for him. Luvu did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he. I mean, he had another good game. He's playing. He's playing great. Uh, do you? Are you looking forward to anything in particular? You know, with the with the Bears game Thursday night. 
I mean, I think, you know, kind of the revenge, uh, Dante Foreman, DJ Moore, yeah. uh, that type deal is going to be interesting. Um, I think that the Bears have a, an even greater um, reason to play hard because another loss for the Panthers <laughs> is a better draft pick for them. <laughs> I know. So but it's accurate. Um, yeah, it so, you know, no, I'm – I'm looking forward to it. It should be fun. I hope that uh, the short week helps us move on past this so we don't have time to to dwell on it. And we'll come out again and see how it, how it goes next uh, Thursday. Yeah, I would say the Texans game was the one, you know, we kind of really, really desperately wanted to win that game because of the whole Stroud versus Young conversation. Thankfully, we got yep. that one done. This one is this is right behind that as far as games that I – desperately want the Panthers to win because um, Bears fans have just been absolutely insufferable since the draft. And, uh, you know, we don't want to give them, we don't want to give them a good pick. So, um, well, we still no, may, to say, hey, well, we, still may happen, but. we still may give them a good pick, but it, it, I would at least like to beat them in the head to head matchup. Yeah. And yeah. it's going to, it's looking like it's probably not going to be Justin Fields. It's probably going to be, what is it? Tyson, Bagent is yeah. his name, I think. I don't know, but it's but I might pick up the Carolina defense uh, on the fantasy team just to. <laughs> I might pick up the Bears this. defense. Well, I mean, true. Not really. I'm not going to do that. That would be bad karma. But I'm not you. That's what you did when we played the. Who was that? Seahawks. The Seahawks. Seahawks. You picked up yeah. the Seahawks defense. Yeah. Um, no, I just I, Thursday. I'm going to be laser focused on the offensive line and Bryce. Yeah. I just want to see, you know, I'm expecting some mistakes here and there from Bryce because he's a rookie at this point. Like I'm, I am 100% expecting the offensive line to perform better. I mean, it's just been inexcusable how awful they've been. I mean, yeah, it, it no wonder Bryce is, it's it's like no wonder he's making mistakes now because he's running for his life half the time behind that offensive line and he never has any time to throw and he's he's making decisions that um that he wouldn't normally make. I'm not I do think like, he's done better the last couple of weeks with his um uh with his running. With his yes, scrambling. Yes, that's a good point. He's, yeah. He's definitely again a change in the offense, right? Like giving yeah. him permission to go do those things. Yes. Um, he still has to get down. He still can't. He took a big hit on one of them at the end. He, he lowered a shoulder. I, yeah. Well, I think it was guy. to get a first down. I think it was to get I, was, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm but, saying that I'm glad. Like, I loved seeing that, but I'm also like, yeah. oh, please don't hurt yourself. Exactly. But I want him to want it. I want him to go after it. Yeah. Um, so, offense looking dif- different. I'm excited about what that might mean moving forward. Yeah. Continue, continued evolution. Of that, and then Bryce Young come back, clean up your game, and we got to clean up the mental mistakes. Yep, agreed. All right, well, hopefully, um, three days, no, four days from now, we'll be talking about a win. Um, anything else on your end before we hop off here? Nope, that's it. Uh, we're just gonna forget this one, be a goldfish, move on, be goldfish, wipe it away. All right. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode. Thanks so much for listening or for watching. Please feel free to give us a follow on Twitter and a subscription on YouTube. If you don't mind, we would appreciate it. We'll be back later this week after the Chicago Bears game. Have a great week. Until then, keep purring and keep 
pounding 